Welcome to the Holiday Survival Podcast. My name is Erin Billings and I am your host. The holidays can be the most wonderful time of the year or they can literally be the worst. My hope is that this podcast series will be a resource for you to not only survive this season, but thrive. Over the next couple of weeks, we will be sharing episodes on everything from how to navigate relationship challenges to how to set boundaries with family, friends, and colleagues. We will also be talking about how to find joy in new traditions and why prioritizing your values during the holidays is important. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Holiday Survival Podcast. The holidays are an incredibly busy time of year. After all of the holiday parties, the Christmas plays, the shopping and wrapping and hiding of presents, I don't know about you, but I'm a bit burned out after all of that. And I will need some downtime to rest and recover, which is why I am so excited To introduce my guest to you, Dr. Jen Johnson is a burnout mitigation consultant and the best-selling author of Thriving After Burnout. Dr. Jen, thank you so much for being here. Why don't you introduce yourself and let everybody know who you are and what you do? Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be on today. I am, like you said, a burnout mitigation consultant, and I work with organizations, and usually they're trying to identify those drivers of burnout that have their employees, you know, leaving, you know, to go to a different company or something like that. And I really just help them mitigate those drivers through strategic planning and employee training. And and one of my favorite parts of the job is that I get to do a lot of employee workshops where I'm working with, with real folks, really focusing on real issues related to like, how do we really just get through this occupational burnout that we all kind of seem to be experiencing in some way or another since COVID. Oh, absolutely. And I know specifically at this time of year, burnout must be really prevalent just because, you know, it's the end of the year. But I'm sure you have many other reasons. Why do you think burnout is so prevalent at this time of year? You know, there's a lot of reasons. I think one of them occupationally is just that it's the fourth quarter, right? And so we're all trying to meet those end of year objectives or for an education, we're trying to meet those first semester outcomes for students. But I think it's even more than that. I think sometimes when we call something the most wonderful time of the year, it's actually, you know, sometimes the most stressful time of the year. And so it can create some disappointment and some disillusionment around, you know, what we've tried to make into something really wonderful. And then I think we also just sometimes have a lack of boundaries, meaning that we do things we don't want to do or because we feel obligated or it's a tradition and we really don't consider what's actually serving our emotional well-being. And then because of social media, you know, we're, we're seeing everyone else and their families and their traditions. And sometimes we just have this feeling of not enoughness that the mm-hmm. surface during the holidays because, you know, we're only seeing the best of the best on social media, which I think we've all realized at this point. But it's still hard to kind of internalize and realize that during the holidays. Right. And then also, you know, our our daily rhythm is just disrupted with a large number of activities that we normally wouldn't engage in physically or emotionally. And so it's just a lot for the human brain to handle. It's a lot of excitement, but it's also a lot of stress at the same time. I agree. There's a lot of expectations and pressures. And like you said, everybody's posting their highlight reels 
on social media. And so that just only makes the expectations and the pressures that much higher. So mm-hmm. how can we avoid burnout? Or is this just something that is a part of the human experience and we just need to learn how to manage it? You know, I find burnout to be kind of like a spectrum. So more than like avoiding it, it's more of engaging in these regular preventative strategies. So maybe, you know, if this is the spectrum of it, maybe I'm, I'm here right now and I'm doing really great, but I start to creep this way. So I need to start doing some things to get me to go back this way on the spectrum. Or maybe I didn't notice that I was moving this way on the spectrum and I've gotten to the point where I am just completely overwhelmed and there's just so much happening that I'm having a hard time functioning. Like that's where we don't want to get. We don't want to get to that point. So I think of, of it almost like a preventative care. Like we go to the doctor and we have, you know, maybe a mammogram every year. We have a physical every year. And we do that to prevent getting to this point of disease, right? So I think about burnout the same way. I think of it as kind of like a spectrum on the mental health. When we think of mental health where, you know, if we don't notice that we're starting to struggle, then we can't really engage in those preventions. So part of it's just, you know, having that awareness. But there are definitely some really practical things we can do. And I think of it particularly to fit into some certain categories. Like, for example, um, when we talk about self-care, I know that, you know, lately it's become something that seems to be very commercialized where it's like bath bombs and, <laughs> and, and massages and all these things. But really, I want us to think instead about what science really tells us self-care involves. And that is like several different domains. So for example, it involves physical care of ourselves, which are the things we typically think about when we think about self-care, like how we eat and how much rest we get and how much exercise we get and all those things. But it's actually more than that. It's also how we're emotionally caring for ourselves. Like how do we know when we're getting distressed and what do we do when we get distressed? Do we have a plan for that? It's also financial care which can be something that pops up during the holidays where, you know, we want to maybe provide a certain level of of gift for our child or for a family member or something like that, or a certain level of decor. And we have to really think about, are we caring for ourselves financially by making this purchase, things like that. And then there's professional care and social care. There's just all these different types of care that we can engage in that kind of fall outside the traditional concept of what we think about when we think about self-care. I love that. I've never heard anybody refer to self-care in the scientific ways. I think you're right. I think we all think of it in the commercial sense, but I think there is a science to it. I I love the way that you framed that. What are some ways that we can alleviate some of the stress and the turmoil during the holidays? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things I think the first one is just to assess what we do want to do and what we don't want to do on the holidays and really setting some boundaries around that. Like if there's a certain activity that we know every year we go to this thing and it's super stressful and we think we need to do it because we've always done it. But when we leave, we're always exhausted and grumpy. Like maybe we decide this year we're not going to do that thing. Like we're, we're just going to take that off the list of traditions. It's totally okay to do that. I think something else is to make margin for rest. I think, you know, t- you know, we have kind of our, our daily, our weekly rhythms of how we go about life. And then we start to add in all these extra activities. Like we're going to go to this lights presentation. We're going to go to this play. We're going to go to all these different events. And what that does is it's just adding stuff to our plate without taking anything off. 
Mm. And so it starts to feel overwhelming. And and even for extroverts, it can start to feel like I'm doing too much peopling. Like there's too <laughs> much peopley peopling going on, right? I haven't had any time to really just be with myself and kind of check in with myself and check in with my family regarding like how we're really doing emotionally. And I also think it's important, and this is going to sound weird, but to detach from the holidays during the holidays. So it's like, you know, Christmas is exciting and Hanukkah is exciting and Kwanzaa and all those things. But also like just being hyper-focused on it for an entire month can get overwhelming. So like sometimes it's okay to just say, you know what, I'm just going to go to a coffee shop today and I'm going to read a book that's not about Christmas. Or I'm going to call a friend and I'm going to have a conversation with them. And I'm going to purposefully not talk about Christmas. Like I'm going to make margin in my life for my regular life instead of making everything very holiday centric. And so I think, you know, just trying to maintain that regular routine as much as possible is really important, especially for our brains. Like our brains love patterns and they love routine. And so when we start to break our brain completely out of its normal routine, that's when we're going to start to feel this kind of like, like something's not right about this. And it's okay, you know, to engage in all the traditions and do all the fun things. But it's like when that starts to feel unsettling and we start to feel that kind of like, I'm reaching the limits, right, of what I can emotionally handle. I think it's completely okay to say, okay, let me go back to how, it, how do I normally do my evenings? And I'm going to do my evening like that tonight. I think that's great advice. I would love to ask you a more application-based question, just sure. kind of based off of what you're saying. You know, a lot of people, they get into the holidays, Christmas is over, and it's like, okay, what now? I wonder... For those people that have been just burned out or maybe they live in a state of burnout, how can they regulate themselves in that time between, you know, Christmas is over and we got to go back to work after New Year's? How would you recommend somebody go about that? So I think that's such an interesting question because I am definitely one of those people that like I kind of have a lot of energy up until Christmas. And then I feel this lull afterwards where it's like that in between, it's that in between week where people are like, we don't even know what day it is. You know, we right. don't, we're just eating leftovers, you know, like it's just a very odd week. And so what my family has started to do is we started to just be very strategic and schedule. Like this is when we're taking down the decor. You know, this is when we're going to stop eating leftovers and just throw <laughs> everything out. Like we've thought in advance. Because we know once we get to that week, our brains are going to be tired, regardless of how much we try to cut down on on being too busy. There's just something about, the, it's the energy, right? And the adrenaline and just- It all crashes. <laughs> right. That it's, it's kind of like after you get married, there's like a little bit of a lull. Or after a college graduation, there's a little bit of a lull. It's kind of that same kind of experience where our brains have been real hopped up on all that adrenaline excitement. And now it's just kind of back to normal. And so really thinking in advance, like, what am I going to do with those days? Like, how am I going to make them meaningful? And that doesn't mean I have to plan activities. That just means like, you know, maybe thinking ahead about when am I going to take down decorations? When am I going to say no more leftovers? When am I going to get back into the routines and really just be super intentional about getting back into those routines and creating space for yourself to kind of just fall back into that normal? No, I love that. I think that's something 
that I would like to be more intentional about this year is really planning downtime, honestly, Mm -hmm. just kind of building that in with intention because, you know, generally most people, January 2nd, it's like we hit the ground running and it's 2024. Everybody has their New Year's resolutions and they are you know, gearing up for whatever the next big event or project or whatever it is that they have coming up. So I think that's great advice. So we have the Holiday Survival Private Podcast, and I would love for you to share with us what you are going to be talking about in your episode. Sure. So we know that the holidays are pretty much upon us, right? We've been doing all this preparation up till this point. And it's pretty much go time. And so what I'm going to be talking about is how to cope with that peak of the holiday and then how to recover afterwards to really get into the new year strong. And really, we're going to talk about specific actionable tips, very similar to what we just talked about, but just more in depth. I love that. I think it's going to be really beneficial for all of you listening. So how can our listeners connect with you? Sure. So I post weekly on LinkedIn, just different burnout mitigation strategies that work for for teams and for individuals. So that's a great place to connect. My handle is Jen Johnson, PhD. Awesome. So head to our show notes if you're listening and check out Jen's social media. I'll have the link in there. And then you can also opt in to the Holiday Survival Podcast, private podcast. The link will be in there as well. So, Dr. Jen, thank you so much for being here. This has been a great conversation, and I am so thankful for your time and presence because I know that this is something that we all need to hear at this time of year. It was a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Holiday Survival Podcast. If you enjoyed the show and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Please leave us a rating and a review so that other people can see just how wonderful this podcast series is. We also have a private podcast series featuring our expert guests where they will be guiding you through this season with their patented methods to help you thrive during what can be a very hard time of year. To learn more about how you can subscribe to the private podcast series or for more information about our expert guests, please go to the show notes or holidaysurvivalpod.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope that you have a wonderful holiday season.